What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 142 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Waltar. Scoozdag. Joe, we didn't, we didn't get rid of you. You came back. Yeah, I'm like Thank a cat, goodness. The, cat in the hat. I really like, so Joe wasn't going to record this week. And I was like, we didn't acknowledge it last week that you were gone. And if you, we didn't acknowledge it this week, people were going to be like, did Joe just like quietly leave and we just we didn't say anything didn't acknowledge it uh joe's still here <laughs> i don't like people okay right <laughs> actually that was uh, because you like people that was part of the reason you weren't going to be here this week yeah my folks were in town yeah yeah there you go <laughs> today we're gonna be talking about twitch prime no longer being ad free blumhouse taking over the dark universe sharknado and how christians should react to a world that's against them Special shout-out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. First, though, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Samantha Billups, and Walker Triplett. We thank you. You're all awesome. We love you. We do. I uh, We're going to start with the gaming, of course. I'm just going to throw it out there. Been playing Octopath. Got a little bit farther. Um, that's that's. I'm not going to say that I've been... I'm not going to get in any deeper than that this week. But Joe, <laughs> you are have you beaten it yet? Yeah, I have seen the end of all eight paths. Okay. I've got about 95ish hours into the game. I haven't had 90 hours of free time in the last like month. I oh. had uh probably 20 or 30 of those hours in the last week. I was on vacation, folks were in town visiting. Cool. Mm-hmm. So after they went to bed, my sister was up playing video games and so I'd stay up and play octopath huh and uh my i I finished writing my review today took me about four hours to write the review so i don't know when that will be live i'm guessing next week uh, okay because i know that there's a lot scheduled to go out on the site this week awesome but yeah um and that said even with the 90 hours or whatever put in it i still have probably 30 more quests to complete in the world. Wow. So there's Those still probably like another 15. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some side quests are small, some are big. I mean, like, there are... I ha- I have encountered one that I cannot beat yet. Oh, wow. And my average party level is 65. Okay, mine's like 30 right now. And I have all of the hidden job classes unlocked. Ooh. Are you, have you gone to the little... The, that final cave, that like end game cave? No. No? Okay. Because there's a lot of these quests you have to take care of before you can go there. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's huh. still 15 to 20 hours, I would guess, more for me to play. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's a big wow. game. You guys yeah. have been playing that, or you have, and I guess, Cody, you have too, been playing that game for so long. It since came July. out July 18th, and I've been playing it since then, yeah. I, mean, that's been my I guess go-to. that was only like a month ago. But I feel like it's been out longer, but that's just well, of we demos. had the demo. well, the, yeah, demo. the demo. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna try Tricking to pick up me. that Sonic DLC for Sonic, Sonic Mania, but it, Sonic. it never happened. Oh, that's right. You've been playing anything else, Joe? 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I might have revived my World of Warcraft account. Okay. Oh, wow. I had a level 83 Draenei Shaman back in the day. That was it, like alive? Wrath of the Lich King or something. I can't, I can't even remember. And I, I fired everything. Thing. What's that? I thought that was an Adventure Time episode. I don't know what you mean, but I'll just keep going. Okay. There's something <laughs> called the Lich. Okay. So, um, I jumped back in with that character, and they have released like four or five expansions since then. Oh, yeah. I one, one of them literally, like Cataclysm, literally reshaped the world. Oh, wow. okay. So I have literally no idea where I'm at or what I'm doing. Uh. So I started a new character that's a Pandaren monk. And that's the panda, right? Yeah. Panda, panda, Okay. Panda. And so I've got a level 12 Pandaren monk. Nice. And I don't know what I'm going to do, how long I'll stick with it. I mean, I might just do the one month, but I... I spent the, it was like 50 bucks, and it got you all caught up on everything. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I, you should I, go I around giving jump- people currency just for free. I just wanted to do RuneScape. So, they've changed the scaling of everything, right? Like, when I played back in the day in college, I'll grant you that's been over a decade ago, but it would take you weeks to earn a gold, Okay. I okay. started that new character with my, my my new Pandaren last night, and in two hours I had like two, three gold. Huh. In the beginner portion of the game, so this the economy scale is totally different now. That but makes sense. I'm I'm looking forward to getting back into it a little bit more, uh, especially now that my my Octopath review is written. I've got some other stuff to move on to. I pre-ordered. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven today, so I'm excited about that. And then I played a little bit of uh, a little bit of Death's Gambit, which for those of you that don't know, it's kind of a 2D Dark Souls style game. Okay, and it's it's every bit as brutal as Dark Souls can be. Well, it doesn't sound like it's for me. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> Anything brutal. Dark Souls code is like nope. Yeah, that's all you yeah, need to tell you. I'm like, Sanctuary. Oh, <laughs> it sounded fun at first, but the the vast majority of my time was Octopath this week. Cool. What about you, Shelley? I haven't played much. Still playing Smash. Um, there's Can actually a tournament that my boyfriend uh, told me about, and we decided we're going to go together. And even if we both just lose and get zero two, it would still be fun. So, would you cool guys experience. possibly have to face each other? That would be funny. That's <laughs> who would win? Actually, it'd be a win-win situation because either I would win or he would win. So huh? it always be it would be a good thing, even though I guess what if one of us would lose, you guys but... won all the way up and it was you two for the championship? Well, we're neither of us are that good, so. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I I spent freaking forty minutes one night just working on short hopping. That stuff's hard. Like, I have no idea what that means. I mean, hopping um, small, short. Yeah, I was pretty doing. much. Okay. Either way, you gotta yes, learn I'm to still doing that. Edge guard. I'm pretty bad at edge guarding. That it's all about is. edge guarding. Yeah. Edge guarding. I need to work on recovery. There's a lot of things I need to work on, so we're just gonna keep working at it. 
But I mean, you might as well wait now because you're gonna have to learn 800 new characters in a couple months. Well, I'm hoping that there's enough that kind of carries over into Ultimate. Um, because I mean, the reason that I originally started playing more of us because I was getting really hyped for Ultimate, but mm-hmm. um, now Ultimate's gonna come out and you're gonna be like, no more Smash Bros. No, that is Smash un- Nose. I I'm still thinking about if I should pre-order it. I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a game before. Really? I don't think I ever have. Are you going to get a physical really copy? Uh, I want a digital copy. Problem is, I have Amazon Prime. It's cheaper physical than it is digital. Well, the the both of the ways that you're talking about doing it wouldn't match what I was thinking. Like, Have you ever been to a midnight release? If you've never pre-ordered a game, I don't guess you've ever gone to a midnight release, have you? <laughs> no. Okay. Huh. Midnight releases of games like Smash can be really cool events. I've been to Halo yeah. midnight releases, Street Fighter midnight releases, and stuff. I would definitely stuff, and... have to go with someone. So if there's someone who's interested in doing it with me, I will. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I yeah, because I, I mean, like, try it. when I when I went to the Halo, th- I think it was Halo Four midnight release. Maybe mm-hmm. they had Halo tournaments. I mean, they were yeah. they were. Get letting people put in for a tournament, and then the winner of the tournament got a free copy of the game. It was kind of a way to hide oh, wow. the product. Yeah, that's cool. The only thing is I that I it, definitely would rather have it on my system and even have another game in there than vice versa. So I mean, I think the only one I've ever gone to a midnight release for was Destiny. They did nothing cool. I still own a physical copy of Octopath. It's in the plastic as well because I got the. Yeah. <laughs> I got the. The, the collector's edition with the open-up pop-up book. Mm-hmm. As much as they were selling out, maybe they'd be worth the money someday. Yeah, maybe. I feel like yeah. digital copies have kind of ruined that, but... Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's up in the air. I definitely will be getting Ultimate, though. Ultimate's already my um, game of the year. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to get that Switch <laughs> online, too, right? Oh, yeah. I'm planning on that, too. But that's only going to be like $20 a year. Right. Yeah, it's I. What I do like about Nintendo is that when they do have something where it's service subscription based, you know, you have to pay this much, much a year or whatever. It's usually really cheap. I still use the Pokemon Bank. That's five bucks a year, I believe, and I still put hmm. money into it. I haven't used it. Like, I mean, I haven't used what it. What happens a long if time, you don't? But I will like, still refresh it because. What is the Pokemon Bank? I've never heard of this. Oh, so really? it's the way that you can. So it's on 3ds, and <laughs> it allows you to store Pokemon from um, any game. Yeah, Omega Ruby, uh, Alpha Sapphire. It kind of came out when that game, those games okay. were popular. But you could also have um, like X y, and y and X. Yeah, X and Y. I don't know about Sun and Moon. I haven't tried that. But basically, what I did was I was able to transfer up all my um, very valued, loved Pokemon from my original Game Boy games, put that up through Pokemon Transfer to my DS games, and from the DS games go through Pokemon Bank, put it in Pokemon Bank, and 3DS. So I have my original first Pokemon ever Blastoise in my 3DS. So I can I play it. Know, that's like, like, I knew they did something with that bank, but I didn't realize that was a pay service. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think Super Nintendo cheap, had ever done a pay service before. It's like basically a cloud space for your Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. I think it's really funny that you say your original Pokemon game and it makes it sound like it's original red and blue. 
no. for you, it was fire Leaf red, green. Right? Leaf, Leaf green. green. Classic. Which is when it started. Uh, you can get Pokemon all the way up from Leaf Green and yeah. Ruby and Sapphire. See, I have Gold. I have Pokemon Gold, which is you know obviously older than Leaf Green, but I don't think the transfer. You can't transfer that. Pokemon from Gold into Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. So you are like at the point where yeah, where you can kind of even start. Yeah, pretty much. My but... friend has a perfect Gyarados uh, oh. that he got. It was through buying on Fire Red the 5,000 coin, whatever, Magikarp. Oh, yeah. And he didn't know it was perfect at the time. Uh, so he nicknamed it Floppy Chop. Yes. <laughs> and Floppy Chop has uh, been with him since those games. And, like, everybody, whenever they do tournaments, they go, hey, man, can I, can I borrow Floppy Chop? Because he's a super powerful Gyarados. I love that. That's so good. Legendary yeah, Flappy Chap. If you're a Pokemon fan and didn't know that was the thing, you can utilize that. And I think it's worth the price, honestly. I like keeping my Pokemon yeah. all stored up. I'm hoping that the Pokemon Bank works with stuff going to the Switch. We'll see. Because they're talking uh, about like, rebooting the whole series. That. Yeah. But I think it'd be so cool if you could take something from the Game Boy Advance and put it on your Nintendo Switch. <sighs> That'd be cool. Technically. I want to carry my blast toys through all these generations of games. Cool. (laughs) You become attached. Yeah, I was so attached that I I remember when I opened up my Leaf Green game after you know so so many years after not playing it because I gave up playing it, and I opened it up and I had my blast toys level seventy one, every other Pokemon (laughs) level twenties and thirties, and I was about to fight the Elite Four. I'm like, how did I get to this point? What? (laughs) because <laughs> like i don't know about anyone else but i was definitely the hold on to that one pokemon destroy everything with it don't form a team just only have them for utility like using cut and stuff like that so the only issue with that is like i now have the team that i almost use for every game and i altered a little bit i haven't played sun and moon yet but when i played omega ruby i was really kind of bored because as soon as i could i took uh my team from x and y and I literally yeah. transferred. I what I did is I transferred babies of all of them. That's what to I do. Ruby. Yeah. And then I raised those and was like, exactly. This is my team. You just get all the starters. That's what I do. Well, mine, it's so easy. My last team is. Let me see if I can do this. We maybe we can all talk about our teams. Uh, it's Charizard. I wish I could like I had it on hand. Charizard, Gyarados. Um, that giant panda, dark fighting panda, oh, Gengar. Yeah, Gengar. Uh, the Tyranitar, the T Rex, the rock T Rex. Oh, the, yeah. And then I can't remember who my sixth was. Joe, what is your go to team? I don't remember. I think I had a dugong in there. <laughs> okay. I haven't had a go to team since the original blue. Okay. So, Shelly, what's your? Do you have a go-to team? I'm not honestly sure. Just if starters. I do um, I never really thought about having a go-to team until, um, honestly, the second time I started playing through Ruby, I believe, where I have um, is it Ruby or is it Leaf Green? No, it's Leaf Green. I'm playing through it the second time because I transferred all the Pokemon I cared about, so it's like I feel fine replaying it. So I have a Charizard, and I have 
I believe a Raichu, and I have oh gosh, I can't remember. Oh, that was my last one. It was a it was an electric Pokemon. I think it was like Electabuzz or something. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of them honestly, but uh, yeah, nice something. My team used to be just Dragonairs. That wins. They're super versatile. <laughs> unless, you, unless you fight against a ice. A f- yeah, and now the fairy type. Yeah. Freaking, I'm so upset with Fairy shop. a little bit, honestly. But like Fire Red, Child Me was like, I'm just going to get a team of Dragonairs. Yeah. Wreck Shop. <laughs> Anyways, you played anything else, Shelly? Uh, no, I'm, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but I'm, I'm pretty excited for Hollow Knight DLC. Because I haven't played any yeah. more Hollow Knight um, since I've come across the final boss i haven't dedicated any more time trying to defeat the final boss so i'm wondering once i get the dlc if i'll just be able to do the dlc and then come back and try to beat the boss again i would really recommend you finish i'm I'm gonna guess that you need to finish the base game for the dlc (laughs) yeah i don't know because i have all the other dlc and i played pretty much all of it well especially since this dlc is called god's master no that's true you got a point. <laughs> I You probably need to be, be able strong. to beat the game. I don't wanna that thing is annoying to fight. That's all. Pew pew. I haven't played cool. anything else. What is going on in the world of gaming, Joe? If you wanted your Spyro, you're gonna have to wait. Uh it's getting delayed. The Spyro it. trilogy boo. getting delayed till November. Boo. I, okay. I used to boo it delays. I don't anymore because that means they're improving the quality of what you're yeah, going to get. True. And there's plenty to play. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I want it right now. I want a half-baked game. I want on Switch. I don't think it's going to come on Switch. But I want Ooh. on Switch. That would be good on Switch. That would be amazing on Switch. <laughs> they had it on GameCube and other Nintendo things. So Indeed. I've been like learning all about Spyro. Is this the one that's got David Spade in it? Let me these Spyros. I, I, I don't know. LJ was talking about one that has David Spade. This, it's like this all-star cast. And I was like, how did I not know about this? Yeah, I've Because never... it's not a Sonic game? <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. I don't know. Hmm. Um, it probably isn't the one with... Oh, nope. I think LJ said no, it's not. Will Boo. Anyways, hey, go on, Joe. Um, so Twitch Prime, that has traditionally let you get by without having to watch ads for the channel that you use that subscription on. Mm-hmm. No longer. If you use Twitch Prime, you're still going to have to watch ads from now on. Uh, you're going to have to pay for Twitch Turbo if you want no ads. Which Which begs the question, like, I mean, unless you just really want to support somebody... Why would you use the the Prime subscription? I I mean, okay. If you're going to spend real money, I don't know. This is going to take some time to say if you have Amazon Prime, please subscribe to the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeks under grace. It does. We do get a portion of that, yes. But you'll still have to watch ads. If you have Amazon Prime, and you subscribe to us, yes, it will help support us in a small way. 
and it doesn't cost you anything if you're not using it already. It's it's a big way. I mean, we're small time. That's true. It's a small so, portion, but yeah. for us, it's nice. Yeah, we get we get a few dollars for every one of those. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, but yeah, so you're, you're gonna have to watch ads through it now. And you don't get discounts on video games. I'm not sure about that. LJ was saying something about that earlier. Not anymore. Okay. Yeah, so, well, I also saw that Amazon is completely getting rid of their their pre-order. They used to have a thing where it was like 20% off for a pre-order. Mm-hmm. And they Amazon themselves is not doing that anymore. They, they so weird for them to be that. like money hungry. Usually they're very like for the people. Maybe they're, I mean, maybe they've, who knows what's going on here. Maybe they've made a deal with the companies to say, we're going to do this to help push digital. Because you can still buy digital copies of those games, but the digital copies through Amazon still cost full price. Right. It's it's the physical that they were trying to get. But, you know, with physical product, you have to pay to have it shipped. You got to, I mean, it, it costs more. It literally costs them more. Yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, uh, and then finally, uh, it came out the Nintendo Indie highlights. We we got all kinds of new game announcements for Nintendo Indies, Nindies, Bendies, we whatever. I don't know what to call <laughs> Nindies. <them>. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we got Bad North is out now. Morphe's Law is out now, and Prison Architect is out on the Switch now. Some other big ones that you need to keep your eyes on coming up. Windjammers is October twenty third. This War of Mine is in November. Moonlighter comes out this fall. And Slay the Spire and Windjammers 2 and Terraria will be next year. Slay the Spire is awesome. That's a, an early access game on Steam right now. That is, it's a roguelike deck building game. So it's kind of a combination card game like Hearthstone with a roguelike element to it. And it's really pretty cool. So that's coming to Switch early 2019. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, that's it for the news this week. But for the pull list this week, we're getting Guacamelee 2. So the soundtrack for Guacamelee 2 is made by the Mariachi Entertainment System. Oh. What is that? They are NES. a mariachi band that plays nintendo covers huh and obviously their own original content too but okay that's cool i heard it they have a zelda one and it was amazing i'm gonna have to go give this a listen i've never heard of it before yeah super cool also coming out this week we talked about it earlier but hollow knight's getting the gold the godmaster dlc this week God is the only master of life. Lowercase g. Okay, cool. Gonna, that we're good. Gonna blister some lowercase g gods. That it's Geeks at a Gray is safe. Yes. <laughs> because we know they're false gods. He's <laughs> gonna destroy Bale. Um, <laughs> okay. Also coming out this week, Shinmu 1 and 2 collection. Uh, is that the thing about the whale? 
<laughs> ha Sabinya! Wait. What? What? <laughs> so, holding the will up on the rock. Okay. Shamu. <laughs> that's um, for my VeggieTale fans. Yeah, so I this get, is a game I that's been it. around. <laughs> Shinmu yeah, 1 was originally a Dreamcast game. 2 is out on the original Xbox. And uh, <laughs> they're releasing them in the original graphics. Good, because whales shouldn't be kept in the wild. I think kept, I had... Shouldn't be kept in the wild? <laughs> should be... Should be kept no, I think I had a Shamu game on. They should be released. Game Boy. With their original it was graphics. Called... Are you thinking of Echo the Dolphin or Free Willy? No, no. It was in. It was a Sea World Shamu adventure game. Oh. On the Game Boy. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. And you swam around as Shamu, and, and all of. <laughs> I think what happened actually. Was that like all of the sea world so was flooded or something like that? It was actually kind of that's terrifying. weird. And you fight um, like Poseidon or something as a whale. Poseidon, as, a, as like an orca. Yeah, an orca. It's that's a really awesome. weird game that I played. I also had. Um, I want to know the story to this. Poseidon's like, I'm freeing you, and then Shamu's got like. No, Stockholm I want to be in my tank forever. No. It was an old um, game. I want. Don't remember. I think it was called Shamu's Adventure or something cheesy like that. Okay, know. so <laughs> we completely confuse the listeners. Shenmu. <laughs> Shenmu's a story about a boy who sees his father, a, a jujitsu student who sees his father killed, and you go to chase oh. the killer. This is a story of a girl. <laughs> Um, okay. Shinmu is well known for being one of the games that pioneered open world and for being the game that pioneered quick time events. So expect lots of quick time events. But it's being held as I mean like this this version is still getting good reviews. Open world is good. Quick time events are bad. But maybe not. <laughs> I mean How can you say that it it open world when like you had the Legend of Zelda on the NES, it was definitely open world. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watch the past. I don't know. I've never played. I've never played the Shinmu games. It's only thirty bucks for both of these, and with Shinmu three coming, it's it's kind of going to be a good primer for the story, I guess, to get you up and running. If you and plan on historical. picking up the third one, like I've given it a lot of garbage. That's, that's it's the thing. Like, it was a. It was a Dreamcast game, okay? I think I was in middle school when the Dreamcast came out. Wow. But nobody played the Dreamcast. Yeah. Or wait, is that the one? Is that the one with the little screen in the controller? I wasn't... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the memory Saturn card the also had a... Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a Nintendo kid. Uh, LJ's calling us Nintendo kids. I wasn't a Nintendo kid. I was a Sony kid. And I was Sega a Sega does, kid before Nintendo that. don't. I had a Genesis and then a PlayStation. So. Sorry, I definitely was a Nintendo kid. So. <laughs> I'm a yeah, Sorry. You've never owned I anything I still am else. a Nintendo kid. I'm uh, a Nintendo kid now. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Gone Home is also coming out on the Switch this week. Oh, cool. So, you can get your adventure game on... I feel so bad for the listeners. They're like, what was that? 
And oh, that's man. that's it for game releases this week. Pretty chill week. But we've got fire coming down the block in the next couple months. Yeah. I better hurry up on Octopath or I'm not ready. It'll be just yes. another JRPG that I never finish. Well, Dragon Quest comes out like the very first of course, I don't you might not be a Dragon Quest guy, but Dragon Quest eleven comes mm. out the first week of September. I'm super excited I for that think one. I think my next game will probably be Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh. Okay. And I never played the first one, but the second one looks really cool. I cannot get into those games. I cannot get into anything Rockstar does. Never have. Spider Man comes out the first week of September as well. Spooter dude. Oh yeah, that'll be good too. Yeah. I I usually don't like the mature content of Red Dead or of uh, Rockstar games. Rockstar Red games. Auto. But after seeing the way that Grand Theft Auto Five um, has been kind of like utilized, and this more of like this free do what you want world instead of being uh, a vulgar place to be, um, I'm kind of hoping I'm, I can do that in Red Dead. Red I mean, Red let's world. not short sell it. It's it can still be very vulgar. Yeah, what I love is what I'm seeing is the freedom. Okay. Of both. Yeah. Um, there's that option to just you know grab a horse and rob a train hopefully or in those yeah. games uh oftentimes what i would do is like grab the best motorcycle i could find um and then jump off something not that i've played grand theft auto 5 uh because it was so vulgar so i don't know i'm being hypocritical so about it you will get a kick out of this if you so you never played the first one grand theft auto no oh, the no red, red dead, dead redemption yeah you uh, never no. played the first one okay there was a trophy you could you could Kidnap a woman and tie her to the tracks. Yeah. And it gave you a trophy that looked like a snidely whiplash, like, yeah, kind of guy. <laughs> Very Waluigi-esque. There you go. And, uh, or you could save a woman from getting hit by a train and get a different trophy. I want to do that one. I'm the hero. Word. It's also uh, the biggest map that Rockstar has ever made, which I think is interesting. I'm really excited for that, but usually today's... Uh, society, a big map just means lots of empty space. Well, that that does worry me bit a bit more with a Wild West style game because it's like yeah, their Grand Theft Auto games had planes and stuff, so you could cover all that territory. It's like okay, well, all we got here are uh, you've got a ha- train. Have fun with the train and your horse. Take you train forty-five only times way. as long. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. We'll see. I'm. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. I'm. Like my first job was training horses. That's a random fact for people. Um. So like I'm kind of. It seems cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Um. Well, that's it for for games this week. Cool. You guys been watching any movies? I have actually. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. What have you seen, Joe? Uh. While my dad and mom were in, we watched some Netflix movies. Uh. One I watched called The Stray. Huh. It's a story about uh, a dad oh. that's overworked. Is that the one with the dog? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's based on a true story. Oh, I didn't know that. I watching know the movie, that's cool. But it's I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It's it's not the most high quality thing you'll ever see. Like there are a bunch of kid actors in it. And and they can be kind of sh- kind of rough and shoddy, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty good story. It's and it's like I said, it's based on a true story. So it actually happened. 
The other one that I watched was called Legacy of a Whitetailed Deer Hunter. It's a Josh Brolin movie. Oh. Where he okay. plays a dad that's this world-renowned whitetail hunter, you know, that, that goes around and makes all these videos and stuff. He's divorced, and he's got his kid for the weekend. He's going on a hunt with his kid for the weekend. And the guy that's in Eastbound and Down, I don't know his name, he's he's the cameraman. Okay. And so they're going way deep into the woods to try to hunt, hunt this big... Danny McBride. Yeah, that's his name. They go way deep into the woods to try to hunt this buck and for him and his son to bond. His son's constantly getting cell phone calls on his smartphone. Like... <laughs> while they're getting ready to take these big shots on these monster bucks and stuff. And it's a comedy, but it's got some good stuff to it too. There is some adult content in it. Um, not Danny McBride. Safe for the film. I'm not surprised. Right. And it's Danny, Danny McBride that, that is bringing most of the gross stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not family friendly, but I think it was, it was funny and, uh, it, it had some, some good moments to it too random facts for like four years i had the record uh high score for big buck hunter pro at my local like coffee shop it was a coffee shop (laughs) and a bar and a bowling alley it's weird small towns (laughs) well of course you were the record holder (laughs) yeah there was probably like four of us playing but number one (laughs) Job, I guarantee you, Carl the Carl the Pin Master will never take me down. <laughs> was all the initials back? He was still like you know the, and they would always shoot it, and he'd be like C E A. <laughs> yeah. It's in the game. E <laughs> A Sports. C E A. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I watched this week. Now everyone's gonna be wondering what my middle name is. Edward. It's Elwood. I'm not going to... I don't want to play that game. It's <laughs> not a good middle name. <laughs> like, what is it? Um, cool. What did you see, Shelly? <laughs> I laughed because I watched Camp Rock again. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> it's a trashy, trashy Disney Channel movie with Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers. And it makes my heart very happy, and I love watching it. But people judge me. You just mentioned <laughs> bands that I've never heard. Okay, okay. You've heard the Jodas. I mean, I've, I've heard was of them. Recently overdosed, okay. so she was in the news recently. Oh, this is really boding well for your quality of film choice. Demi Lovato is amazing. Okay, Demi Lovato is like one of the you know Camp Rock is obviously not the, a good movie, but when you're that young and she's very relatable and very inspirational. And now she's, she's like actually living the life of like now. a singer, and but she's very open about like how she was bullied growing up and like her drug yeah. like addictions. Um, she's like very very open about it. it's like amazing actually. It's just really obviously terrible and sad that she is still struggling so much with it. But, I've never yeah. seen Camp Rock, but I have seen School of Rock. Yeah, it's very different. It's not the same. Oh, That's also School of Rock's a good, good that movie. A very good movie. Um, I love School um, Rock. But yeah, no, it's Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers. So the Jonas Brothers are all still around, except no one hears about Kevin because he got married and was put on a show about him being married. And I don't think that he's even running anymore because he was the least popular one anyway. Um, and Nick and Joe. So Nick is doing his own thing. 
Joe is part of a band that released a really popular song. What's the name of the band? One um, Direction. The song's Cake by the Ocean. Don't look up the lyrics for it. It's very dirty. But the song's really oh. popping. The band who did that song. <laughs> Joe Jonas is part okay. of that. So now you know. Now you know who they all are. There's one of them... <laughs> uh, was on that Netflix show that I was watching. This wasn't a Netflix show. It was like Man Caves. Oh, really? And they go in and they like, it's basically Pimp My Ride for Man Caves. Oh, wow. And, I want that. But it was cool because he built his own house. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which Jonas Brothers it was. Um, but they went in to like pimp it out and he was like, oh, no, I want I want to do this. Like, you're going to show me what we're doing and then I want to help out with was the building. Was it Joe, Nick, or Kevin? <sighs> Did he have curly hair? He was the most handsome of the three. So probably Joe, although I do think Nick's attractive. I think they're all attractive. That's what I remembered <laughs> after rewatching Camp Rock. I think it's youngest. Maybe. I don't remember which one of them's the youngest. They have a little brother. That's the thing, too. And he's like so unlike. He's like the little Hemsworth brother. The one What's who's the one that was to in... famous brothers, but not popular himself. What's the one that was in Jumanji? Carl. Nick. Nick. Definitely Nick. Nick? Okay, mm-hmm. I think it was Nick. Yeah. I think Nick built his own house. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so... Anyway, that was a lot of information about the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. <laughs> you could tell they were very close to my heart um, growing up. And I love Camp Rock. And you can fight me on it. I know it's a trashy movie, but I've talked about on the show before that I appreciate trash. Like, people don't. <laughs> one man's trash is another man's treasure. So... That's why she hangs out with us. Oh, no. <laughs> we we can insult you, but you can't insult yourself. That's uh, no, just... self-deprecation is like no, one of no, the highest no, no, bits no. of humor. No, You're no, not no, allowed no. to bully him. He's only in our family. What? I'm sure you're quoting something, but... No, no, that's... The, the way it always was growing up was like, I can bully my brother and... Oh. and that person can bully my brother, but you're not part of our family. You can't bully them. If you bully them and you're not inside of our circle, we're all coming after you. That's <laughs> the way it. that works. Okay. Family um, family can be mean to one another. Got it. <laughs> and we're all family here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually watch a movie, but I went to the movie theater yesterday. <laughs> this is going to be a good story. Yeah. <laughs> My, it, it's really not that's the word i was like i really don't don't load it up <laughs> um it was my mom's birthday and so i bought her tickets to um i guess when elvis presley came back from the war he had the 68 comeback special and it was like this tv special that he put on and it was like a live concert but they recorded it and made it on put it on tv and stuff and it was a, a really big deal mm-hmm uh, I know nothing about Elvis. Just throwing that out there. Um, but I went with her to uh, – she's a huge Elvis fan. She actually has uh, a Barbie of Elvis. Oh, in wow. the leather jacket that he – we didn't uh, – neither of us knew – premiered at that special. Oh, wow. Cool. That's – yeah. Wow. Um, so it was, it was fun. Elvis was very funny, at least in that show. They put him – they had this little interview beforehand and they're like, because they gave him the people that he kind of jammed out with to work with on the stage, uh, it was, they literally like sat in a circle and kind of jammed out for a little while. 
Um, and because of that, they think he got a little comfortable, forgot that he was like on camera because uh, he was just kind of getting into it with his friends. Um, so was he had that a lot of humor? Was that one of those like events things that they do? Yeah, like fathom events. Okay, yeah, because you said you didn't watch a movie, but you did watch something at the theater. Yes, I did okay. watch something at the theater. Okay. Yes, got it. Uh, but it was cool. It was for someone who knows nothing about Elvis. I enjoyed the humor that he at least. Cause my mom was even she was like he was never funny like this in his movies. Hmm. The movies were so serious, and this he would like he started ad libbing stuff and to his songs. Um, there was one song where he was literally singing, and then it was like I wish I knew the words. Like as he was singing it, and then he asked a random person that was like listening, "Do you know the words to this?" <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was cool. So closest thing I got to a movie this week. Okay, that's that's still pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Like Something that. to kind of geek out about. What's uh, you guys? Said there's the movie news light. I'm really excited about this Blumhouse thing. Well, here's the What's thing going on, about Shelley? this Blumhouse thing. So. Jason Blum, he's the CEO of Blumhouse, um, <laughs> which makes sense because that's his name. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I started with that news and not just prefacing both Dark Universe. We talked about the Dark Universe before on this podcast. We talked about how it fails a lot. You know, The Mummy and mm-hmm. those movies never really... Vampire. It's basically uh, the least Dracula. popular um, movie universe out there at this point, I believe. I think that's fair to say. Because there's, you know, MCU. There's Probably. DCU and that stuff. But Dark Universe kind of is not as popular. The movie's not as popular. So um, when Jason Bohm was doing an, I believe, an AMA on Twitter, someone said, like, hey, mm-hmm. would you be interested in basically reviving Dark Universe, taking it over? And he said yes, like very enthusiastically. So of course this is just Twitter. This is just an AMI on Twitter. So obviously it doesn't mean anything's happening. But the fact that he's interested in it is really interesting. Um, I think we're getting a, a lot of people pushing for this. Yeah, because I mean Cause you like, usually don't see uh, big producers and people like that being so enthusiastic about like yes, this is something I would totally do on twitter because some people hold you to that so people are probably gonna try to hold you to it almost would want it reset because i i loved i really enjoyed dracula Mm -hmm. uh and then the mummy was okay but neither of them were horror movies yeah and so i'm not that they necessarily need to be horror movies but i think even if you make an action movie by blumhouse it's gonna have those scary aspects and do it well and like, I mean, there's paranormal activity and the purge. Uh, yeah, he's got so many creepy, dark movies that his take on this universe, I think, would be awesome. Yeah, it'd probably help a lot. It'd be good. Mm-hmm. So that's just interesting. Um, bad news. The next bad news is also interesting. We're kind of light on movie news, but that's fine. We got things to talk about. Um, that one was exciting. I don't know. That's yeah, Cody's cool. really excited. I'm at this point. I'm just like, well, nothing's confirmed at all. So um, I know it's still it's still cool. So probably the closest I'll get to that becoming reality. So that's why I'm gonna be. Excited I see. Now. No, and that's that's fine. Be excited. <laughs> that's a good, good thing. So there's a movie coming out. 
uh, I don't actually know when it's coming out, called Destination Wedding. And it's going to have Winona okay. Ryder and Keanu Reeves. And I d- didn't know much about it, but apparently um, those two may potentially be actually technically married in real life. <laughs> Which is just That's crazy. weird. Because here's what happened. Was that intentional? They were in Romania. Uh, Maybe one of them Dracula, that was intentional. And they're doing Dracula. Um, Not the Dracula remember. I was just talking about. Yeah, different one. Um, and apparently there's a scene where they're getting married. Uh, I've never seen this, by the way. I could be kind of phrasing this entirely differently and wrong. But they had an actual <laughs> Romanian priest. They had pretty much everything going um officially so technically they could be married in romania so they they just talked about it uh during an interview for uh this movie destination wedding where i assume they're probably playing the couple and said wedding that i know nothing about but it's called destination wedding so they gotta have a couple for a wedding so they were just okay. thinking about it, like, oh yeah, I guess we could technically be married. Like, <laughs> that's just so. Hopefully, how do you accidentally marriage. get married? That's how you accidentally get married. I'm sure they'll be part of the statistics. <laughs> yeah, that's just. Or yeah. they'll just stay married and be like, it's in Romania, so we're not worried about it. Yeah, I don't know. They're they seem pretty chill and cool about it, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's just really funny to me. Um, but yeah. And finally, super weird. We're going to talk about a little bit about Will Smith and how busy he's going to be. He's a busy boy. So, Suicide Squad. He's going to do Independence three. Suicide Squad two is what I'm trying to say. Um, got delayed. So because it got delayed, he's going to be able to uh, film Bright Two and the third Bad Boys um, before Suicide Squad two comes out, or before they film for that. It's I like rated R buddy cop movie. Yeah, I never watched it either. Bad I don't boys, remember bad one boys. scene. What you gonna and do? The scene was really funny. What you gonna do when they come for? Basically, you? I think that song plays. Oh, that might not be that true. That would make sense. Uh, but they like, I don't know. It's just it's a funny movie. Will Smith is great and everything, mm-hmm. except for that movie where his son goes into After Earth. Hmm. Yeah. That movie wasn't very good. Well, Will Smith didn't have to make that. Yeah. It's also interesting how uh, if Bad Boys is Buddy Cop and Bright is where he is a totally cop. Totally a Buddy Cop movie. And then Suicide Squad where he's the opposite of a cop. Yeah. That's just kind of the interesting observation. He's Joe nods his head no. Pretty nods. sure. Did, did you, you actually say, watch Bright? Did Bride? you just say nod? Yeah. Your head no. Yeah. You mean shake your head no? <laughs> oh, I guess. Nodding indicates. <laughs> I guess. Yes. He anyway. shook his head no. Thank you. Because he doesn't believe that it's a buddy cop movie. Brat's not a I buddy think, cop movie. I think they became best friends in the end. Yeah, they hugged one another. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Totally Spoilers. I'm just kidding. I haven't seen it, but I also. I didn't watch the movie. It was just not super memorable. I I like the message. The movie itself was meh. They kind of tolerated one another. I mean. Hey, it has to do with magic. They both have unicorns. 
Friendship is magic. Oh. It's just a My Little Pony movie. Unicorns? You mean ponies? Yeah, they have a unicorn. What? There is a unicorn in Bright. Oh. I don't remember that. I'm almost positive there's... I wouldn't feel real dumb if there's not. Somebody fact check this. Fact check. I'm and pretty right sure let us know if Cody's wrong or not. <laughs> Half of us podcasting is just, can someone fact check this? There's definitely <laughs> magic. Oh, there's definitely magic, yeah. I mean, one of the guys is an orc. There's doesn't mean he's magical. Things. Uh, there's fairies, right? I saw that in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty magical. Just because anyway. it has orcs in it, it has to be magical. It's pretty stereotypical. Didn't well, you, you automatically movie, assume Joe? just because that magic in it had a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All magic stuff should have unicorns. Okay. Says, yeah. Cody. Um. <laughs> that's. We're spiraling. That's movie news, Cody. Like a unicorn horn. Like the horn of a unicorn. TV. <laughs> what are we watching? Yeah. Um. I've been watching TVs. I finally. I told you guys I would do it. I finished. I've been Jessica watching Jones. TVs. <laughs> I I finished season two of Jessica Jones. Oh, good. How okay. The you last. Like it? Three episodes were okay. <laughs> In comparison a ringing to endorsement. The rest of the show. I so here's. I was thinking about this. I have never, and would have never before Marvel Universe, forced myself to watch a show so hard that I didn't like. Like I would have just given up on it if I was bored with it, but because it's connected to everything else. I was like, I've got to get through this to watch Luke Cage. Which is really weird. That's like a new thing. Hmm. I mean, you did that to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, like like I said, it's just not something that I ever would have done before. Yeah, I don't Um, have anything good for you there. Yeah. Marvel is just changing the culture in the way that we kind of watch content. It's kind of cool. Uh, it, I don't know. I cared more towards the end, but I still didn't really care that much. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, if you are not invested in, and here's the thing too, like I didn't have to watch to watch everything else because there is no word about a Defenders season two coming out. We haven't got any confirmation for that, so I didn't really have to watch, but I felt like I needed to because it's all connected. So, I don't know. Luke Cage is supposed to be the best season two thus far. I'm really excited for it. And I'm also really excited for the Iron Fist season two, which I hate. Really didn't like this first season of that. I've seen the first season, all the first season of Daredevil. And all the mm-hmm. first season of Iron Fist, and I haven't watched the other two. Luke Cage is really good. Iron Fist, this might excite you, Joe, because I think me and you both agree that the choreography for the first season of Iron Fist was really weak. Yeah. Uh, the choreographer for Black Panther is going to be leading choreography for Iron Fist. That sounds like a good move. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think they realized that it was awful. They probably watched <laughs> season two of Into the Badlands. Everyone was upset. Everyone was kung fu, except they weren't because it was bad choreography. 
<laughs> Everyone stunk at Kung Fu Fighting. Yep. Well, Luke Cage Season 2 is supposed to be really good. I'll be watching that next. Right now, I'm taking a break from it. Uh, I'm watching more Voltron because I basically stop everything to watch Voltron. Uh, I've only got an episode in. I've seen the big contradictory scene that was so far only a couple minutes long. Uh, and I think that's probably most of what we're going to see from it. So, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's more Voltron and I love Voltron. I heard it's really crazy. So I'm really excited for this season because the last season was already crazy. And people were like, no, no, you're not, it's not the same. And I was like, okay. Hmm. Um, I've seen some plot points that I don't, I'm kind of sad that I already know about, uh, that are really cool with what they're doing with this season of Ultron. It is going to be a little bit different from uh, other ones just because they're messing with the setting. That's all I'll say. Joe, what's going on on Netflix cooking shows? <laughs> um, <laughs> we already know. I actually didn't watch Netflix cooking shows what? for the first time. I had no, family uh, in. Oh, Everything I knew okay. about you was wrong. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> I watched a magic show this show. week. No, I'm just kidding. So the show, show that I want, yeah, it's called Chris Magic Angel. for Humans. Oh, okay. And it's it's just this magician that he every episode is a theme. Is it Chris Angel? No, I can't remember the guy's name. Justin something, but Timberlake. Bieber. It's really impressive stuff, and and every episode is completely thematic, and he does a good job of keeping it humorous. Copperfield. Uh, Justin Copperfield. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> David's cousin Justin. <laughs> no, it's it's entertaining and it's only four or five episodes long, so you should Is give it, it a look. Yes. Do any of us actually watch TV anymore? No. <laughs> I just think about that. I was like, where was? What are you watching on Netflix this week? I I don't own cable television. I don't subscribe to cable television. No. Oh. The only reason I have over the air is so that I can watch the news, local news. Okay. And then I get sling a few months a year to watch college basketball. I am going to look into DirecTV now, I think. It's only 30 bucks a month, and then you get, like, all cable, but it's over the internet. 30 is about what I pay for sling, too. That's not too bad. Yeah. You can cancel you, sling anytime you want, but I collectively, I, I think so. Probably watched around six hours of The Office this weekend. Excellent decision. I watched a lot, and it was awesome. It was very, very good. I also did watch more of Naruto. I did continue to do that, so I was proud of myself. Believe because it, because I was. Believe it. Yeah, man. That show is just so interesting. Our song, at the our intro to the podcast, is so good. Yeah. Anytime I hear "Believe It" now, I'm gonna think about our intro, and that makes me happy. Believe <laughs> it. Fix Naruto. Did anybody write in last week about our intro? No. People, what do you all think of our intro? Yeah, let us know. I haven't heard anybody say what they thought of our intro. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's pretty lit. I like it. It's lit. I mean, yeah, you can be honest with us. You can be like, meh, I'm into country music. We'll be, <laughs> that's fine. No if you like country, you probably have yeah. bad taste in music. 
Um, <laughs> That's what I hear Cody saying. Anyway, <laughs> I finally reached the point in Naruto where they were throwing filler episodes at me, so I skipped them. And it was yeah, believe that. Yeah. Um. You can just skip episodes. Well, I I looked at a list that talks about um that like lists every episode saying if it's uh filler or not if it's mostly filler or somewhat filler i even watched one that said instead of entirely filler just mostly filler and i thought let's just see what one of these episodes looks like and it's it's straight up just not important at all so i'm like okay i i do not feel bad skipping these then it's just the thing i could take is like okay maybe they're like bonding um as a team or something so but yeah it's like not worth it so i skip it past but i i'm on season three supposedly according to netflix i still don't understand how seasons work in naruto to be honest you're on i don't think anybody does one episode three thousand uh yeah i don't know but when do we get more abridged i want uh, more unlimited works i want more and it's probably, probably not going to be, I was going to say, it's probably going to be a while because we just got one. Literally. So. I might rewatch it. <gasps> it's so I want good. a Voltron abridged. I might watch that. I never, That'd I never so watched good. Voltron, but I might watch that. That would be amazing. Yeah. You should watch Voltron. Voltron's good. I know. I probably should. It's kind of a lot to commit to, though. Not they're as much as like, Naruto. I guess I'm a hypocrite. Like half half seasons. There's yeah. way more seasons than it. Like there's way less content there than it looks like. Yeah. You guys watching anything else? Uh, yeah. No. No. That's, that's that's it. That's lots of Netflix. Cool. Yep. And the biggest news of the podcast then, Sharknado Six got a trailer. Trash. Did you, you just say you that like was trash. the biggest news it. of the podcast? Of the podcast, Joe. I know. Oh, it's about a slow that. week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, about I'm that. so I. I'll be honest. I haven't watched the last two Sharknados. I'll be honest. I have never watched a Sharknado, and I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, I will watch any other sci-fi movie first. Have you watched any of them, Shelley? No. I, I watched the first one and got a complete boredom. And then I think it was the second or the third. You, f- you did it out of loyalty like, then, didn't you? You felt like you owed yeah, it to this. Yeah, you didn't need to, but you did. <laughs> the second or third one, I watched it live to like be part of the group of people How that were live How do you watch a sci-fi it. thing live? They like just it, it was the first time it? airing. It was yeah. the world premiere. Oh, because it's not it doesn't even go to theaters; just plays on their channel. Yeah, I guess live. Yeah, that's not what I meant. I was like, yeah, world premiere of Sharknado two or There's three. a Sharknado happening right now, somewhere in the world, and they're taping it, and it's live. Probably Taiwan. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Australia. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I would way rather believe Australia, honestly. So, I don't know if anyone else is like actually a fan of Sharknado. I I might watch the other two just to watch this one because this one seems fantastic in the same way though that the rest of them seem fantastic, which is because they're terrible. Like they're made to laugh at, and at this point they're self aware about that. 
They weren't to begin with? I think I the first one was, like, meant to be a movie. I mean, you actually oh, watched it, right? Did it seem like that? What? It took itself seriously. Yeah. The second one didn't. Yeah, like, okay, They were like, oh, hey, thing. we made money. Because that's the thing. They freaking did all, like, three or four Anaconda movies. The first one had Ice Cube in it. They did... <laughs> one with a yeti they did a ghost shark they did a giant killer croc they did a crossover with the ghost shark and the giant killer croc they took themselves seriously then it's only when sharknado when people are like oh my gosh that's ridiculous and they're like you know what look how funny we are i don't know i have problems <laughs> hey anaconda shark is a quality film Split. that's yeah that is a quality cinematic experience so <sighs> the dumb. reason i'm excited about this one is because it's not just a sharknado movie but oh, they travel no. through time to fight Sharknados across Did time. Did they meet the Smurfs? Make any sense. No, but there are dragon shark hybrids. Nope. That literally looked like sharks that were on fire, but that's okay. I'm. Sounds like something I, I should. I uh, there should be in a DD campaign. Shark dragons. I feel- I was more excited about the shark dragons before I actually saw them and their version of it. Because shark dragon sounds really cool. Like a dragon with a shark's head. It sounds awesome. A shagron. Shrag- shragon? A shragon? What's uh, a sea dragon? Dark. Nessie? <laughs> uh, Nessie's we call that a myth. Dwelling creature. <laughs> Either way, I-, I think that it'll be fun. Uh, but you have to like terrible movies and uh, be really, really bored to watch them. <laughs> the thing that I think Joe will be more into, um, Vampire be- could be coming to TV or movies, but there was enough movie stuff, so I threw it into TV. Vamp- be a better vampire TV or Vampire? Vampire, sorry. With yeah. the Y. Which is the video game that Joe was saying is his game of the year. I reviewed it. Is it still your game of the year? Uh, I didn't say it was game of the year, but I said it is a contender. Okay. And I still think it is a contender. Contender. Okay. Go read. Not a tender, a contender. A tinder. No, no. Swipe tinder right. date. I don't know what which direction is to keep. I've never used tinder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> uh, where do I go from there? Vampire. From what I've heard, I, I haven't actually seen this, but I feel like it could be a really good Netflix show. If they stay true to the way that the storytelling was done in the game, it could mm-hmm. be really cool. So does it have to be a choose-your-own-adventure? No, I mean, the, the, the individual... Okay. The, the characters and the way that they were brought to life in that world I thought was really well done. Okay. My only issue with the vampire show is, like, we have a lot of them. It's an oversaturated market. Yeah. So I would... I don't know. That worries me. Because I'm like, it could be really cheesy. But uh, I would hope that they do a really good job with it. I think Netflix, like I said, could do a good job with this. I don't think, like, the CW could do a good job with this. (laughs) (laughs) They've proven themselves incapable in the past. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What do you think, Shelly? I don't. I mean, okay. they're making... I, I've i never played the game. 
so. Twilight or Bust? No. I've also never... I never read Twilight. I've never watched Twilight. I think I maybe have seen... I've watched the bad lip readings of the Twilight series. I don't think that counts as, yeah. as seeing the actual movies. Um, but they're hilarious. So yes. that's what I'll say. That has nothing to do with the actual news article, though. <laughs> it's, okay. what, it, it's what I'm realizing as I was speaking. Oh. All right. Uh, and then our last bit of news. Uh, Chris Hardwick. For We didn't really talk about it on the podcast, but Chris Hardwick was taken off of The Talking Dead a while back because uh, Chloe Dextra, who is a TV host, um, said that one of her ex-boyfriends was uh, incredibly abusive in a lot of different ways. And a lot of it seemed like it was Chris Hardwick. And basically, she never said it was him, but it was kind of obvious that it was. Hmm. And he was taken off The Talking Dead. They did some investigations towards it. Like, he's been taking off of taken off of Nerdist, uh, which is a website that he, like, founded, or at least co-founded. Um, and so he is actually on The Talking Dead again. They brought him back. There are people that are even on staff who have left the show because of this decision. Wow. Uh, but the network has found him to not really be guilty of the allegations uh which i don't i don't know what to do with like i don't know either way like which side to believe yeah that's a tricky situation yeah like i don't want to completely dismiss someone i don't think that uh because chloe dexter never like named his name i don't think she was like trying to attack him and in the beginning at least Mm mm-hmm uh, so I, I don't know, but I, I feel like probably what's going on there is there's probably a little bit of middle ground and that's completely based off of assumption. So, uh, like that's just kind of what I feel like is probably happening is that there is a middle ground and a truth to both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, we talked about this a couple weeks ago and it, it still is really interesting concept that I've, I need to like contemplate and kind of meditate on a little bit more of like, um. I find myself very hypocritical uh, with forgiveness for um, kind of this Me Too movement and things like it or with uh, James Gunn. Right. James Gunn, right? Yes. Like, when there are people that I like, I'm way quicker to be like, you should forgive him. Uh, Where if it's something that I don't like, I'm more um, like, yeah, totally deserves to not be on that show anymore or whatever. Um, and I hope that part of that is like the difference in what is happening. Cause like with James Gunn, it's stuff that he had said and not actually done and already for the most part claimed that he felt bad for doing it. Then they canned him. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't, I don't have an answer for that, but it's, it's definitely been an interesting, like thing to kind of wrap my mind, mind around is like, where's the line for forgiveness? Um, should there be forgiveness when it's, um, asked of when people are, you know, repentant of what they had done in the past. Yeah, I think that's one of the challenges with this sort of situation that actually happens, you know, super often now, um, especially last mm-hmm. like year or two. Um, it's a and problem. It should. Yeah, I want to stress that. Yeah, it's it's good that these things are coming up. It's just extremely challenging because again, these are all things, pretty much all of them all these things we've been talking about, they're from the past. And so, again, Mm -hmm. it's hard to judge, 
you know, when that person apologizes or says like, that's something I never should have done, if they're really genuine about it, or if that's a decision they made a long time ago, because they weren't going to mention it before. And right. it's just a really hard situation because if it's something they did right away, then you know, like, okay, that's how you feel at this moment. And that's not an okay thing. Whereas now, mm-hmm. yeah, again, like people change, but sometimes people keep the same opinions on things and same ideas. So it's just so, yeah. I like this came to mind, but like, even the people that are admitting it now aren't really admitting it until... It comes out. Someone says something about that. Yes, exactly. It's like, not I think there like would they... be a lot more yeah. respect if someone were to come out immediately. Like now, that would be the right thing to do in my mind is for someone to say, hey, in the past, I've been this way before the light is shown on them. Like, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. That's kind of off topic, but in the same vein. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely a hard situation. It's tough. I mean, it's new ground for companies, I think, like what should we be doing in these situations? Uh, like I said, I don't think I really have an answer, but yeah. You have any thoughts, Joe? I think there's two sides to every story. I think a lot of modern companies are trying to do fire control Mm -hmm. and they are going to go with whatever saves their bacon the most. Yeah. Like this snap judgment to pull him off. And then, I mean, they've clearly examined something in that situation and said, it's okay to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But now, even if he is innocent, I, I'm not saying he is, I don't know. Even if he is innocent, that's forever going to be on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a blemish in his life now. I mean, even if he never did anything. Yeah. Everybody else is going to think that he did. That's the power of media and internet now, is that with all these allegations, even if someone happens to be innocent, it's like... Or if they are guilty of that crime, of that thing they did, and they, if they are repentant, if they are seeking forgiveness for it, everyone is still going to hold it over their heads forever because, you know, Jesus is forgiving, the world ain't forgiving. So... Yep. So if, if he did something illegal... That needs to be brought to light and handled. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I don't know that it needs to ever become the public's domain. Business. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, if something happens between you and your wife or you and your boyfriend, that doesn't need to get blasted all over everywhere unless it's something that needs to reach legal, you know, a legal point, right. in which case... Police, lawyers, that needs to get involved. I usually take things to my boyfriend privately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you know. uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, we're not in the limelight like they are, but we are still, we are members of this ministry, Mm -hmm. and we are held accountable, and we should be held accountable. Oh, yeah, definitely. And say that, you know, somebody comes out and says something against one of us, even if it's not true, they could now damage the ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's. I th- I think we need to be cautious and wary that. I, I don't want to dismiss anybody that says something like that, but you have to look at both sides completely. Yeah. Before you just straight burn the bridge down, because you can destroy yeah. somebody's life. Mm-hmm. 
It reminds me too of mm-hmm. I think recently especially there's also been a ton of allegations with um, priests and with people working in churches which is you know mm-hmm. messed up on a whole nother level and so you gotta deal with that. It's not no longer an issue with media and internet necessarily in the same way if for famous people but you're working with a community you're working with a church that maybe you helped grow like this person or maybe just perceiving helped grow this community for so long and then allegations come out and they're guilty and then what do you do from there i don't know yeah and that's that's i mean that happened in colorado springs a few years ago Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's that's something that happens yeah and it's just down the road for me that does, nothing, that does nothing to help the body of, of Christ. Right. Cool. So, I don't... There's no easy way to transition that. There's no smooth way to do that. No. <laughs> Especially that I don't have more TV news. <laughs> uh, but we do get to go to my favorite part of the podcast, which is where we uh, do the discussion questions. The first one... Actually... I want to I want to mix them up. So the first one that I wrote in my notes is not going to be the first one. Ronan Carissu, what books says asks that person asks what books are you reading? Uh, because Shelly talks about books all the time, but Joe and I uh, we don't actually read anything, <laughs> so we're never talking about <laughs> things do that we read. Reading. The Bible. <laughs> so Shelly, you go first. What are you uh, reading right I'm now? I'm still. Uh, what's it called? I already forgot. Mistborn. I'm still reading through Mistborn. I haven't read much more. I have been kind of uh, busy, unfortunately. But I'm still reading through it. Yeah, that's the book I'm reading right now. I'm hoping to read more once I get moved. Yeah. We've got... We're trying to change uh, our daily habits, our daily routines a little bit. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, But in the next couple weeks, I have not read anything for a while. Um... I do have a copy. This is so bad. Uh, I want to say it anyways. Whatever. It's a Spark Notes of the Old Testament. Oh. It's in my backpack. Wow. Um, and I've been trying to read that, and that's super interesting. I've mentioned it a while, a while back, uh, but it's sitting in my backpack, and I just haven't been reading it. That's probably first on my list. I usually read nonfiction and not fiction. I'm not very um, – I don't read a lot of books, like fiction books. They're usually educational. What about you, Joe? I'm not reading anything. You've been reading a novel called Octopath Traveler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my review, I actually mentioned George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, nice. Because I would have liked to have seen all eight stories inter- intertwine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, now I know they don't, and that makes me sad. I'm sorry. Okay, and not the spoiler. I will I say this. Each of those stories is still very well done. Okay. Cool. I, I'd i be more mad if you told me they did intertwine. Like, if that was the case, and you told me, then I'd be more mad. Knowing that they don't, and hearing that, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's a bummer. But, uh, so yeah. That's I mean, why we don't ever bring up books. <laughs> I, I can talk to you off air. A little bit more. There is other stuff involved, but... Okay. Cool. Hey, another book I haven't been reading, but... <laughs> okay, I'll try to 
So I got some new dice. I got some new D&D dice. I ordered them on Amazon and they're beautiful and they're glittery and they're 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 galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's great. So I got my order. Oh, what came with my order that I didn't pay for were colored pencils. And I don't know why. Okay. They just someone else's order came with mine and they're colored pencils, so they're cheap enough you could get them anywhere enough where I'm like I don't feel like the need to try to track down whoever Order two boxes of Didn't colored, get colored pencils. Because that's just... I I don't even know how to do that. What if um, they were Jesus's colored pencils? Then I would color with test. Them. I... <laughs> there was nothing even attached to it. I... I what like, if I God was one of us? Anyway. So I got these colored pencils. <laughs> and I, a long time ago actually, bought a Dragon Age coloring book... Because they were oh. using Dragon Age coloring book that exists, and I had it, and I never colored in it because I just didn't have the time, didn't have the colored pencils. So yeah, I bought it from Pax, I believe. Yes, I think I did. I don't quite remember, but that sounds right. Um, either way, I've been coloring in it, so that's a book that I've been interacting with, but not reading. So. That's fine. I saw this picture of a coloring book page, but it was for lazy people, and it was a picture of a panda and a zebra and something else. Stormtrooper. And then they were in a snowy wonderland (laughs) so that it would just be white and black. Wow. They were really happy. That's great. That's my kind of coloring book. Yeah, the problem now is that it makes me want to play Dragon Age again, and I don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) I got games I need to play that I haven't played yet, and now I want to play Dragon Age again. <laughs> Aww. Uh. Well, going into some other questions. Also, uh, before we get into that, I, specifically because of this question, uh, our Discord, I want to give a shout-out to the Discord. Um, you can now, I think, if you look up the Geeks of Grace Discord, it's, it's relatively easy to find. If not, get at me, and we'll get you into it. Uh, but the book section of the discord is like the place that's popping off. So I think it's really interesting. That's not something that I thought of when we added it, but there's probably not a lot of discussion panels on like Facebook and stuff for books. Uh, so that's, that's been a thing. Also, all of these questions from this week's podcast are coming from the discord, which is kind of cool. Uh, you can still use hashtag GGcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This was just to test it out. Kind of. Uh, please do continue using Twitter if you have Twitter. But yeah, the Discord's been awesome. It's been really cool. Vinx Wolf asks, in a world... <clears throat> in a world. In a world where we see more anti-God themes in video games and movies, how should we as Christian gamers respond? I just want to do the in the world thing. In a in world. world. <laughs> I, my only issue with this question, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to take the lead on this one. That's fine. Uh, is the assumption that we're seeing more and more anti-God themes in stuff, um, and that that hasn't been a constant throughout culture. Right. Uh, and I think, I think that's kind of got to be a thing, is like, I think there are possibly like people being more bold about the anti-god sentiments but i don't think that it has been 
um, absent throughout the years. And so I think the real question is how should we respond to any game that is um, deliberately or movie that's deliberately um, against God? Do books count? Because my first thought sure. was a book. Yeah. Which was made into a movie. Golden Compass. What was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That author was very anti-God, and we read that book. I never read the rest of the series. Um, I've heard mm-hmm. kind of what happens, and I so I can't. I don't. I can't say anything for the other two books. I can only say something for the first book. But we read it in my faith and fantasy literature class in college, and mm-hmm. we basically sort of looked at this person, this author's perspective on things, and thinking about the ways that he did take things from the Bible and change things from the Bible and just looked at it very academically, but also realizing like what world would, what would, sorry, the world be like if that was the case and all these other things, basically just understanding their point of view. Cause I don't think it's necessarily a good idea to shut down completely just because it, uh, you don't really believe the same way. Because it's better to keep mm-hmm. an open mind and to expand your ideas and um, understand what other people think. Um, but also, in that sense, helping yourself uh, sort of prove why, you know, God exists, I think is a... It was a huge point for that book, too. Just saying, like, oh, but here's the thing you're missing. Or here's this and that that shows that, you know, you're clearly missing something here. Or you are pointing towards this sort of idea of faith, idea of morality, idea of a god, while also trying to say the opposite. So while you're while you're trying to say mm-hmm. the opposite, you are actually proving it. Is sort of the conclusion we came okay. to with that book specifically. Um, huh. And maybe that's the same that can happen with both with other games and movies. I feel like um, that could happen with a lot of games and movies that I can think of. Of just like, oh, you're trying to prove the opposite, except uh, here's where you line up with exactly what the Bible says, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's my thoughts. That's interesting. So. Huh. That's cool. That's a cool way to look at it. What What do you think, Joe? Let's say, personally, I think if, if you've got something that that is brought up while you're playing a game or watching a movie or reading a book... I would say write it down, make a note of it, and yeah, like like Shelley said, go to the Bible. Use that as your filter to mm-hmm. be able to, to discern, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe this is something that is nonsense. You can write it off. Maybe this is something that you need to take into consideration and apply apply biblical principles on how you handle this, hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean... I think a lot of that is applying what we know and how we live as Christians into what we consume. Because we're called to be in the world but not of it, but that means mm-hmm. you still have to be in the world. I mean, we, we yeah. exist. We live. We're not monks. And so, you know, I... you're going to be exposed to that stuff. You have to know how to defend and and live with to your, echo you Joe, I think the worst thing that you could do would be what a lot of churches have done in the past is be completely ignorant of it. Yeah, just ban it. To say, say that's you not can't, that's against you God. Can't read this is against God. Yeah. 
And I would say the only caveat to that is if it, as long as it's not going to hurt you spiritually. This is true. Like, yeah. If there's something in there that is going to like make you stumble, obviously you're not going to want to dive into that. But I think being ignorant of the world around us is one of the worst things that we can do um, as Christians to the people that aren't. And I think, especially with us in our position with Geeks Under Grace, we, I mean, a big part of our ministry is being knowledgeable in pop culture and yeah. and being able to approach that with a Christian lens. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the coolest things that you could do is be hanging out with a friend that decides he's going to be playing Binding of Isaac and wants to talk to you about it and then for you to have something to say. Uh, that isn't, oh no, sorry, I don't know anything about it, but this is my Christian thoughts on that game. This is my Christian opinion of um, that. And I, I only throw that out because that was given as an example um, along with the questions, but I think that's one of the coolest things you could do. Like, they're going to be completely caught off guard of that, but that's a discussion about God that you wouldn't have had previously. Yeah. With your friend. I kind of cut you off. Did you have anything else, Joe? No, that I, I was, like that was most of it. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. I do like that question. Yeah, I liked that question. Uh, and then Fat Justice. It's about with a PH, in case you're wondering. Who is the best preacher slash priest portrayal you have seen in TV, video, games, books, movies, etc.? I am trying to analyze character archetype, and I want outside opinions. Uh, and I wish it was Christian. It's it's specifically preacher or priest. Uh, so we have to... Right, I was going to say, I've, I've thought of some... something that could work, but they're not really preachers or priests. Um... I, I think Joe has a really, really good one. I've got a couple in mind. Do it. Um, yeah. Shepard from Firefly. I think is objectively the best. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, he's Saint Nicholas D. Wolfwood because I like him, but he wasn't a good priest. <laughs> but they do share a line. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, when when the rubber hits the road, he's willing to come down swinging. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, and go ahead and mention the line. Oh yeah, he. Uh, both of them are questioned about shooting people, killing people, and they go, "Well, the Bible's a little fuzzy about shooting people in the kneecaps." Yeah, I mean. Nicholas D. Wolfwood being from Trigun and Shepard being from Firefly. Um, the second one that I had in mind, and it's just fresh on my mind because I've I've been playing all this Octopath, but Ophelia, I don't know that she's technically a priest. I think she's more of a cleric, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and she's literally a cleric. Yeah. But she goes, she travels around, goes town to town, and she puts others before herself. She... Yeah. Tries to help resolve conflict in situations, and and I think that is a good example of what a Christian could do in that sort of situation. Hmm. Shepherd is so good. I'm just thinking like <laughs> he's so quotable. I just I'm thinking about one of my favorite quotes from any movie, video, ever, anything is um, you don't change the Bible. The Bible is supposed to change you. Yeah. So good. Preach. 
Firefly is amazing. <laughs> it's only 16 episodes. Yeah. And you're not getting any more, so. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> and a movie. Uh, and a movie. Uh, do you have one, Shelly? I've been thinking, and all the preachers or priests I can think of are, like, not great. When I think of priest, yeah, I think of um, oh, I don't even remember his name now, but from Fate, the Fate series, he's not good. He is the worst. Um, Shiro, not Shiro. Oh no, not, not that one. Shiro. Oh, you haven't. I. It's not spoilery. You haven't watched Apocrypha yet, have you? No. Okay. It's. I've already talked about it on the podcast before. I, I honestly... They have a really watch. great Christian conversation yeah. in Apocrypha. Right. Another right. terrible one is the one... I can't remember his full name. Father something from Full Metal Alchemist. Hmm. Yeah. Canelo, Lupello. I can't remember his name. I don't know. He's awful, though. Oh, man. That dude is, is an absolute oh, creep. Oh, is he the guy who um, would fake that he was creating life... But wasn't yeah okay. I, yeah. I did. I saw that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He's a terrible, terrible, terrible example of a Christian. Yeah. Um, and I guess technically he's not a Christian. I mean, but he he's like believes he's in a, God. Yeah, he's kind of a an anglicized Roman Catholic version of what is it? Leto is the god that they worship there. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. Like he's that. a priest of Leto. Um. There really aren't a lot of good, strong Christian. I'm reminded also of, uh, and I don't, again, I don't, I'm really bad with names today, guys. I'm sorry. But the father in the movie Signs, because he was a priest, and then he just gave up being a priest, but people still call him father. He's like, stop calling me father. I gave up the faith. Like, I'm not that anymore. And throughout the whole movie, he, well, I don't want to give away spoilers necessary, but Throughout the whole movie, he basically reinforces the fact that he does not believe in a god. And then, spoilers, but I gotta finish my thought. Um, by the end of the movie, he goes back to believing because of everything else that happens yeah. in the movie. Um, and it's I just remember there's a specific scene where him and his brother are trying to find the weird thing that's outside. And they go around the house um, screaming and cursing. And he says, like, the brother's, like, cursing up a storm, but, but he, like, the father... Is like basically just like heck and you know stuff like that. He's like, I said one curse word. I feel terrible about it. I'm just like, I can relate. Um, so I'm not <laughs> sure if he's even necessarily a good portrayal, but he's an interesting one that I can think of yeah. of someone who has fallen, but then after seeing everything that happens in the world and and all the situations, to so like, there is no other way. This has to be true. So yeah, there really aren't a lot of. My my go to I think just because preacher is in the name like, the preacher in, the show preacher is so bad. Yeah. I, uh, that's where I go to when I think of like Christian or portrayals of Christian preachers in secular media. Right, because it's like the name as well. Even in Christian media, I can't think of like a good, like, pastor type that was like likable. The best, the youth pastor in To Save a Life. Ha. Good guy. It's, I don't know. Shepard's the right, Shepherd's the right answer. 
We can I can't even the remember yeah, the, any others. Uh, you guys geeking out about anything else this week? I got mowers fixed while family was in, so now I have. <laughs> I went from having. Oh, okay. Uh, people that have tuned into the Prane Play uh, in the last week know kind of what's happened, but the yeah. day before my family got here, my hot water heater burst. The weekend before that, my mower died. And so I had to get a new hot water heater the day that my family was driving up. And uh, while while my family was here, we fixed both of the push mowers that were in my garage. So now I have a new hot water heater and two push mowers. So goodness, nice. Yeah. I push mowed the entire yard today. Wow, you got a big yard. Yeah, about a half acre. Yeah, took me it okay. took me a while, but it was it was good. It was uh rewarding okay you geeking out about anything else Shelly um not that I no I don't think so yeah no I am I'll talk about it more next week but I'm going to round one which is an arcade we talked about like when's the last time we went to an arcade hey going next week. that's cool there's like one a in northwest Arkansas I didn't like get a to go Buster's to round. Yet, though arcade but still fun i'm doing that sunday so i'll talk about it next week kind of my going away party yeah that's Um, so fun let's yeah i'm excited also no that's it never mind i don't want to i'm good that's all (laughs) (laughs) uh joe where can they find you at you can find me on Twitter at Jono's Games and streaming every Sunday and Wednesday night uh, when I'm able. I should be for the foreseeable future. Uh, cool. 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern for the Prey and Plays at twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Huh? We missed last week. I did miss, but LJ picked me up. Yeah, LJ did a great LJ job. LJ covered for me, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then where can we find you at, Shelly? You can find me on the same channel on Fridays at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I need to get a piece of this. Yeah. For <laughs> real. And, and you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Woo!